0: Welcome to the Blessful Body Podcast. I'm your host, Kai Autumn Russell, and I'm here to share with you my best fitness and healthy living strategies and tips. And they are so good, your body, mind, and spirit will be thankful that you listened. Hey there, Blessful Body folks! How is it going? I hope you are having a wonderful day and I am so excited to have you join me. Today we are going to be talking about abdominal curls and abdominal crunches. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because there's actually a lot of controversy in the fitness world and the movement world about whether or not people should be doing ab curls and we should be teaching ab curls and I just wanted to set the record straight on ab curls and as a Pilates instructor for almost two decades now, I can tell you that I have done my fair share of ab curls and I have taught my fair share of ab curls and I I actually really love them but it is super important that there that one really does keep in mind that there's a right way and a wrong way to do ab curls. Okay so we're gonna get all into that today and talk about ab curl technique, what they're good for, what they're not good for, um, kind of their benefits, their pitfalls, and then whether or not you should be doing ab curls because they're not actually for everyone. So I am Kai Russell and I am a Pilates instructor, a kinesiologist, and a Faculty member at San Jose State in kinesiology. And so I really do spend a lot of time thinking about movement and how to move our bodies and how to teach others how to move their bodies. And so I'm really excited to talk about this today. So, the first thing I wanted to mention was just this quote that has really guided my approach to movement and teaching movement and Pilates for. Um, almost the past 20 years now. And that quote is from the late Eve Gentry. She was a first generation Pilates instructor. So she worked direct, you know, directly with Mr. Pilates and then went on to teach Pilates after working with him and she was a modern dancer, just a phenomenal woman. I encourage you to read about her. She's very inspiring. Um, She actually worked with Mr. Pilates after having had a double mastectomy, which at the time there was no post-rehabilitation procedures or work and Mr. Pilates actually helped her regain the use of her arms and range of motion and strength which was really phenomenal and um, way ahead of uh, its time that work that they did. So she basically is quoted as saying that there is no bad movement just movement badly done and I kind of like this because or I like it a lot actually because it really does hold true and You can also think about, you know, how we're doing movement, our approach to movement, and even maybe the reason why we're deciding to do an exercise could be part of of this as well um, as to why something might be badly done. But I really enjoy thinking about movement this way. And then also thinking about who this movement is actually going to benefit and who it isn't. So definitely that quote from Eve Gentry is something that I kind of has inspired me all along my teaching career and that is definitely going to be a major theme of this episode and what we think about ab curls and whether or not they you should be doing them okay and so you could call this episode to ab curl or not to ab curl that is the question okay. So let's get started and talk about why we would want to do some abdominal curls or crunches. I'm going to just basically talk about them interchangeably here. And definitely, they strengthen your abdominals. They are going to be strengthening, particularly the most superficial, the larger abdominal muscles, the muscles that are going to be on the outside, more outside of the torso. So your rectus abdominis, which is your six-pack muscle, your external obliques, and your internal obliques will all be strengthened from doing ab curls or ab crunches. There there really is no question about that. Those are the muscles that are going to be doing the movement, right? And so that is a good thing. We definitely need some abdominal strengthening, right? Um, most of us. However, that is not necessarily strengthening your core so we will talk about that when we get to kind of the potential problems with ab curls because if you are not doing them correctly right you will not be strengthening your core okay so um you know, you will be strengthening your abdominals. And another thing that is really useful with abdominal curls is that they actually compress and then release your organs. Okay, so thinking about your stomach, your liver, your intestines, your uterus. Um, And that is actually really beneficial for your organs. Your organs have movement to them. They move and they move to do um, the The work that they're going to do, right? So your stomach is going to be contracting and releasing as part of the digestive process. So as your intestines, certainly your uterus goes through that cycle, right? Um, If you are a woman who's menstruating, certainly at least once a month. But also there is other movement between, say, the liver and the stomach, and and there's it's very complicated and nothing that I'm going to try to explain here on the podcast but definitely knowing that there is this movement that occurs through your organs and when you're doing abdominal curls you really are going to be you know compressing you're going to be squeezing all of those organs and then you're going to be releasing them and so that can really aid in whatever functions the organs should be doing so it can aid in digestion and it can even help with cramps and um those are good things right and so I definitely love that aspect of ab curls and I do like to do them somewhat regularly for that you know um, definitely for that now if you are doing ab curls correctly they can help to improve posture Okay, so if your form is correct, that means that you are going to be utilizing your neck musculature in such a way and then you're going to be utilizing your abdominals and then you're going to be releasing and stretching afterwards and that can help improve posture, help us stand more upright, help our neck be properly positioned and our head properly positioned which um, kind of goes counter to what is happening with all of the technology usage that we have where our head is kind of tilting forward or uh, thrusting forward So, that ab curls can help with that. And ab curls can also help you strengthen and work the relationship of the torso and the pelvis. So, really kind of connecting the upper and lower bodies, right? So, if we're paying attention to how we're doing the movement and really keeping our pelvis steady, keeping our back steady, then doing an ab curl will help us kind of build that relationship and strengthen that relationship and refine it and just make it a much more kind of sophisticated and um, responsive system. Okay so those are some of the big benefits of our abdominal work. Okay and so one of the things that I keep talking about is about you know saying basically if you're doing abdominal curls the right way and it's not necessarily easy for me to explain how to do an ab curl on a podcast so what i've done is i've actually written a blog post that's on my website and there's a video on my youtube channel that you can see on my website that is about how to do abdominal curls correctly so if you have any questions about this i highly encourage you to check that out it is at kiautum.com slash how to do ab curls okay and so just go to that post and you can watch a little video and it kind of explains how to do an abdominal curl the right way so you will be getting all of those benefits: strengthening the abdominals, um, compressing and aiding in your organ function, improving your posture, and basically uh, challenging the relationship between the pelvis and the torso. Right? Okay. So what are so? Those are all the benefits. Now, what are all of the potential kind of downsides to abdominal curls? Well. If you are not doing them, what I like to call the right way, then they can actually cause quite a bit of problems. And one of the things that basically can happen is it's important to realize that, abdo- that abdominal curls and ab crunches do not inherently strengthen the core, right? They're only strengthening kind of the bigger abdominal musculature, and so to engage the core, that needs to be a more conscious focus and decision while you're doing your abdominal curls. So if you're not focusing on engaging the core, then you won't necessarily be, but you will be strengthening your other abdominals. Okay, so that's one thing. And then there are lots of options when you're doing abdominal crunches and abdominal curls to do them in an incorrect fashion to have poor technique and if that is happening then you actually can be putting your neck in quite a bit of load you can also be loading your lower back in such a way that is not helpful and so it can actually lead to neck and back tension strain or even injury. And so that is something that you really want to avoid, right? So I do really encourage you to check out that tutorial um, on how to do ab curls because and I will link to them in the show notes too. So if you go to this episode um, page, then I'll have a link to that blog post as well. And yeah, so basically you can do ab curls and you can exacerbate your posture Right, so you can basically emphasize the parts of your posture that would lead to being more rounded through the shoulders and having your head be forward. That can actually happen when you're doing ab curls. You can kind of re um, you can basically keep strengthening that pattern that a lot of us already fall into because of kind of our daily life and everything being uh, very forward. So a lot of the typing that we do, the time on our phones, um, driving, all of those things really bring our shoulders and our posture forward kind of slouchy. And ab curls, if done incorrectly, can actually perpetuate that and kind of keep that cycle going. Okay. also, if your head is not in the right position, you same thing can be basically exacerbating forward head syndrome, which is also kind of called text neck these days where the head is coming more forward. It's not in line with the spine and that's not a very efficient or effective way to live then can cause a whole bunch of problems and a lot of discomfort as well. So those are just two of the very classic things that abdominal curls can kind of exacerbate when done incorrectly. And they can also put a lot of stress on your lower back, particularly if you are not keeping your lower back stable while you're doing your abdominals. And if you're not engaging your core, then your back, your lower back can actually get quite a bit of pressure, it can get strain, and it definitely can uh, suffer the consequences. So a lot of times when people you know, say that they went to a Pilates class and then their low back hurt afterwards. Often that is because they were doing abdominal curls and most likely they were doing them with their legs lifted up in the air and maybe even out in front of them, uh, like they were lowering their legs away from kind of the vertical position. And if you're, are not able to stabilize the low back fully, then that can put a lot of strain on your low back muscles. Your psoas can actually pull on your vertebra and your discs. And so that is kind of a worst case scenario of what can happen when ab curls are not being stabilized properly and we're not doing them properly. Okay, so... That kind of just sums up the differences between the benefits of the abdominal curls and the pitfalls of abdominal curls, right? And a lot of that has to do with technique and that is basically for people that should be doing ab curls in the first place. But that isn't everyone. There are definitely folks that ab curls are contraindicated and they're not going to serve them really well and so... For those people, it's really important to understand if you should be doing ab curls in the first place. And there are other ways to strengthen your abdominals and strengthen your core. So it doesn't mean that you won't be able to strengthen that part of your body, but it means that you'll just approach it differently. Okay, so one of the major cases that should definitely, uh, it is Stated that it is contraindicated is if someone has osteoporosis. So, a diagnosis of osteoporosis, which is basically low bone density where your bones. Are losing mass and becoming basically less strong over time. Um, typically this happens to folks later in life but it doesn't have to. There can be um, younger folks that have osteoporosis particularly if um, young women who perhaps were a high level athlete during their teen years and did not Uh, maintain a regular menstrual cycle, that's actually a high warning sign that there could be some problems and just something to keep in mind, and you might even want to get checked earlier. Most of the time, people aren't really recommended that they get checked for a bone density scan until, you know, age 50, 60s, 70s, and um, if you definitely were very kind of low weight, didn't maintain a regular menstrual cycle, and were a high-level athlete, dancer, gymnast, then it's a really good idea to get checked earlier. And it's actually a good idea for everybody to get checked earlier just to get a baseline to really see what the decrease might be over time, but um, certainly if you fall into that category. So if you have had a bone density scan and you have a diagnosis of osteoporosis, then doing abdominal curls and abdominal crunches is considered... Uh, unsafe because when you are curling up through the spine there is a lot of load the way that gravity is pulling on the spine. You're going to be putting a lot of pressure on your vertebra and particularly in the parts of the vertebra that are likely to be thinning and you can actually suffer from a stress fracture. So osteoporosis is a big one um, if you have osteoporosis probably it's really not necessary to do abdominal curls there's many other ways to strengthen your abs and strengthen your core and so then you really got a question like why you would want to do that and put yourself at risk okay so the second case is also one that really should not be doing loaded flexion of this sort so where you're lying on your back and curling up right and that is basically someone who has a diastasis recti so this typically happens um, around pregnancy and people notice that they have a diastasis recti after they have had their baby But you can also have a diastasis recti without having had a baby. Men can have a DR as well. And that is basically where the abdominal wall is separating down the front of the torso. So where your... It's the rectus abdominis, it's the six-pack muscles. There's one on either side of the midline and the linea alba is the line of connective tissue that runs down the front of the torso. And basically the force of the abdominal curl will push kind of up and out into that muscle tissue that has already started to kind of separate. And so abdominal curls will exacerbate a diastasis recti. Doesn't mean that you'll never be able to do them again, but it does mean that you need to heal that separation and close the gap and get that functional again before you would consider adding back in abdominal curls and abdominal crunches. Okay. And then that is really closely related to the other group of people that I don't recommend do ab curls and ab crunches, and that's basically pregnant women. So definitely in the third trimester and even through most of the second trimester and really even into the first trimester, there is no reason why one really needs to do abdominal curls and so because you don't really need to be strengthening your abdominals in that way and certainly once you have the uterus kind of coming up into the torso because the baby's getting bigger like in the second and third trimester then you're really putting yourself at risk for getting a diastasis recti because as you curl up the fetus will actually push out, right? It gets compressed and so the force would actually be pushing up and out into the abdominal wall and can actually cause a diastasis. So that isn't something that you want and you don't really need that to be happening. For a lot of women, particularly women who have been active and have been exercising and doing, say, Pilates, when you're in that second and third trimester of pregnancy, you actually really need to be focusing on stretching and releasing your abdominal abdominals okay because if they're too tight that also can cause a diastasis recti okay so don't want to necessarily be doing ab curls during pregnancy and then you know depending on whether or not you have a dr uh, when you're postpartum you can add ab curls back in if you don't have a diastasis and then if you do you wouldn't add them back in until that has healed okay And then for some women who have endometriosis, abdominal curls can actually exacerbate that and be very uncomfortable. And so that's another situation where it just might be not necessarily um, useful or necessary to do ab curls. And this also can really depend on where one is in their cycle. And it can be really different for everyone. So it's something to just start to pay attention to yourself and really pay attention to how you're feeling. Um, and if you notice any kind of increase in symptoms from doing abdominal curls, then you could omit that or at least omit them at certain times of your cycle. Okay. And then another group of people who um, it's not 100% contraindicated like the other groups, but it's definitely something that you would just want to really think about. If you already have a very cathodic posture, and that basically means that you are kind of slumping or rounding forward, the shoulders are rounding forward, maybe the shoulders are rounding up towards the ears and forward, that the spine is kind of flexing forward, right, um, and the head has come forward, so you have a little bit of forward head, that is posture in particular if you're already in kind of a kithotic posture it's very challenging to do abdominal curls in such a way that they don't kind of exacerbate that right even if you are approaching it with correct technique and so what you really want to keep in mind is that if you do have a posture. Everyone actually needs to follow this protocol that if you're doing abdominal work and really strengthening the front of torso, then you want to be doing equal or perhaps even more focus and attention on strengthening the back and opening up the chest. And so you want to make sure that your ab curls and your ab crunches are not perpetuating that cycle and increasing any type of kind of kyphotic slumping tendency. Okay. But it is important to keep in mind though that, you know, the tight muscles that would be drawing the shoulders forward and kind of drawing the ribs down to the pelvis and shortening the front of the torso, those muscles are most likely tight, but that doesn't mean that they're strong. So tight muscles are not strong muscles regularly. They're actually weak, but they're also tight. So they're in a short position. Okay, so opening up and stretching and then eventually strengthening those can be really useful to helping get back to proper posture. Okay, all right, so the other, some other times when you want to be really careful and just make sure that you're exercising extra caution when you're approaching ab curls is if you have. Some kind of low back issues or you have particularly disc issues is a major one that you would want to keep your pelvis in a more neutral position. And so that might mean that you need to omit abdominal curls or say like something like the hundreds or other Pilates exercises where the legs are up in the air and maybe coming out in front of you, at least until you get strong enough and you get aware, you gain the knowledge to keep your lower back steady while that is happening without bracing into the muscles because if you're allowing your lower back to kind of roll while you're doing um, an ab curl which it's you know that's very easy to do right Um, then that can exacerbate those issues some sacroiliac joint dysfunction issues too as well and so for those folks you know definitely staying in neutral spine can be really useful and important and so you might even want to use a towel rolled up behind your lower back to help you stabilize and understand and I explained that in the video tutorial so if this is applying to you make sure to check out that video and then also with neck issues right so same kind of principle with the lower back if you have a lot of neck tension or neck discomfort or even some disc issues in your neck then Abdominal curls and abdominal crunches might not be the best idea, or if you are going to do them, you definitely want to make sure that you are utilizing proper head support and making sure to really engage those abdominals and keep the neck properly supported while you're doing your ab curls and that might mean that you always do a variation with your hands holding onto your head or you're going to use a towel or some other prop which I also explain in the video so if you have questions about that definitely check that out but um yeah you just would definitely make sure that you're going to be really focused and aware on the quality of the movement experience as you're doing your ab curls if any of those special situations applied to you okay so I hope that this has been helpful in explaining why one might want to do an abdominal curl and why we might not and when they're going to be useful and when it's definitely um you know definitely if we're not practicing proper technique, the the potential downfalls that can come from doing an ab curl. And so if you have any questions, definitely let me know in the comments below. And if you're enjoying this episode, I would really, really appreciate it if you would take the time to rate and review the podcast and just give me your thoughts. A five-star review, always nice. Um, It really does help for me to just help more people know about the blissful body and all of the information that we're talking about here so have a wonderful day and definitely think about your ab curls the next time you are doing a workout and think about you know what is the approach that you're taking to this movement and what is how much are you thinking about your form and your technique okay So take care, my friends, and I will see you next week with another episode. I'm looking forward to it and have a beautiful week. Bye-bye.